0: Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 30th of November and I'm now going to run through uh, recent developments for the markets and our thoughts going forward. Well, last week equity markets resumed their rally. Um, They're up another 2% or so and somewhat incredibly um, global equities are now up um, around 12% so far this month and year to date they're up as much as 11% and given as it were you know even though a vaccine is now on the horizon and the prospect of a return to normality is in prospect of next year you know the fact of the matter is at the moment at least uh, the virus is still running rampage and yet equity markets are up over 10% um, above where they were before the virus um why is this? Well, sort of in the early stages of the rally, back in the spring and the summer, you can very much put it down to the Fed. Um the old market adage, um, don't fight the Fed um appears wiser than ever. Um this is why markets rebounded so fast, um and to such an extent. And of course the Fed was backed up by, you know, massive uh, fiscal stimulus. Um but sort of going forward and sort of what's been going on in the last couple of months is not really Down to the Fed. Um, In a way, the Fed has sort of shot its bolt, it's out of ammunition, um, and it's done what it can. Um, And really, it's now down to sort of fiscal stimulus rather than monetary stimulus. But clearly, sort of what has um, excited the markets over the last few weeks, and what we think is going to be the driver um, for markets going forward, is the vaccine. Um, And I think sort of the new adage is, as it were, don't fight the VAT, don't fight the vaccine. and it's all about the vaccine at the moment. And yeah, you know, the news is good, um, very good, uh, much better than anyone expected it would be. Um, it's very likely that vaccines will start to be rolled out now in the UK. Actually the UK probably ahead of the curve, um, on this one at least, um, early in December. And you know, there's sort of serious people saying that by sort of the middle of next year um, over 50% of the population of the major economies could actually be vaccinated. And if that is the case, what does that mean? It means that you know confidence will be back, social distancing measures will be much reduced, and there will be a whole lot of pent up demand from homebound consumers. And so that means a strong economic recovery, and that um, is music to the market's ears. So I think that's the major thing going on at the moment, but in the background, um, also supportive of markets, is what's going on in the States. And, you know, steadily but surely, um, we are moving towards a Biden-led government. Um, Trump may not go graciously, but he seems to be accepting the inevitable. And sort of the prospects of a much more stable, much more collaborative government um, last week were um, reinforced by the fact that um, Biden has appointed Janet Yellen. Uh, Janet Yellen was the chair of the Fed uh, before Jerome Powell, and it's very well respected He's uh, selected her to be the new Secretary of the Treasury, and that has gone down very well. So, I think sort of tradition, the the, um, transition to a much more stable US government is background support for the market. Well, um, global backdrop may be pretty good, but in the UK at least, um, things are not so good, um, near term at least. And there's two parts to this. First of all um, you know infections uh, have triggered um, the renewed lockdown and even though this has now been relaxed, we're still going to have social distancing measures up until possibly February. Um, and this is the case not only in the UK but also in parts of Europe or most of Europe, and possibly you know, depending on how much of a um, renewed surge in infections we get in the states on the back of Thanksgiving, we may well see sort of further social distancing measures there. So near term, as it were, um, social distancing measures are going to create this double dip in the UK and Europe, and also there's a chance we're going to double dip in the States in the first quarter. But that is very much short term, and the markets as we know are forward looking, and they're looking forward to a strong recovery next year. So that's one aspect of the bad news in the UK. The other aspect um, is the fact of the matter is that. The UK has had a bad COVID. Um, whichever way you look at it, um, it's come off pretty badly compared to the other sort of big countries. Um, so it's, there's been a bigger budgetary response, and yet we've still seen one of the largest declines in GDP. Um, the forecasts out last week were for an 11% decline in GDP in 2020, um, and yet um, we've still seen one of the highest death rates. Um, And the numbers which Rishi Sunak um, came out with last week um, in his public spending review were sort of pretty dire. Um, Budget deficit is expected to be close to 400 billion this year. That's just under 20% of GDP. And, um, you know, it's clearly going to be um, a price to pay, as he was at pains to emphasise. And in fact, you know, he did his best to, um, in a way, dent any emerging optimism with his comment that, you know, our economic emergency has only just begun. Anyway, what's the government doing about it? Um, well, so far at least, it's all about spending. And there's good news, there's bad news. Um, so you know, in some areas, um, they're starting to put on the brakes. So foreign aid has been cut back. Um, public sector pay freeze, other than in areas such as the NHS. And the um, emergency lift to universal credit isn't being extended beyond March. But there are areas where you know, the numbers have been increased. So NHS, education, defence are all seeing increases. But this is just the spending side, and very much, you know, um, there are going to be tax increases down the road, just not yet. And that was lucky because as it were, uh, Richie Soon didn't have to spell out what they're going to be. But the talk is obviously of you know increases in capital gains taxes, um, increased tax on pension contributions and probably other stuff as well. But that's a story for next year and the year after rather than this year. Um, the other thing which is still clearly going on is Brexit. Um, hard to believe, four and a half years after the referendum, we are still we still don't know whether we're going to have a deal or no deal. Um, but looking at the markets, it does look like um, foreign exchange markets at least are, Well, oh, in the last couple of months, the pound has basically been sort of You know, no big rally, but steadily it's been getting gradually stronger and stronger. Um, So they are basically assuming a deal. Um, There's still sticking points over fishing, over state aid, but they are still talking. Um, And once again, we've got another make or break week. But given those only a month to go now, um, maybe this will be the real deal. And maybe next week I'll actually be back and able to comment on a deal or no deal. Anyway, we'll see. Anyway, thank you for listening, and I'll be back again next week. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice, and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.